Welcome to the Absent Father Podcast, a weekly conversation where we discuss the impacts in all areas of our life of growing up with an absent father, how to overcome them, and the superpowers we create along the way. I'm your host, Rodney Miller, executive coach, MBA, and son of an absent father. You can learn more about me and get in touch by visiting www.rodneymuller.com. We got greatness by choice. We got gravity by chance. Welcome. Welcome to the first podcast of the Absent Father Project. Um, I created this podcast, which is an offshoot of a blog that I started about uh, four years ago when I was on uh, Oprah's life class on fatherless sons. And it was a point where I realized... um, even though I had done a lot of therapy and a lot of work around growing up with an absent father, I wasn't fully recovered. Um, and unfortunately, I realized that even today I'm still not fully recovered. But what I have learned is how to um, uncover my own personal challenge. And I believe that everybody in the world has their own personal challenge uh, in life. Um, one of the things I've noticed uh, as a as an executive coach and a leadership coach and a life coach, whatever you want to call me, is uh, that I tend to attract people who are like me. Um, oftentimes they have an absent or distant father, um, and that has actually created some common characteristics that I find with people who grew up with an absent or distant father. And unfortunately... Uh, a lot of people have grown up with an absent or distant father, and I think we'll get more into what that means, how you define it. But when I think about an absent father, I'll, I'll tell you my story about what that meant for me, which is very specifically absent. Um, but part of this podcast, I think, is a is a conversation about men in general and, and fathers in general, and. I think that we're undergoing a lot of change right now in what it means to be a man and what it means to be a father. But for years, uh, the classic man, I think, has been sort of emotionally disconnected, um, sort of a rare quality to find a, a, a connected and present man. And perhaps that's for literally the survival of people as traditional role was to go out and uh, gather uh, or hunt or provide. And so work was the dominating uh, important role for a man. Um, But our world today is much different. And uh, the value or the way that we navigate this world is less about how hard we work and more about uh, the quality of our being, how we show up in the world, how authentically confident we are in ourselves. So that said, I think it's a larger conversation. I think that um, what I've found is that in the people that I work with and the people that I know that, you know, they may have very well had their father in their lives, but their father was constantly traveling or constantly working, or maybe they were, um, you know, working so hard that they were exhausted at night and just didn't have a lot of emotional energy or presence. And this is less an indictment on fathers um, and more a, uh, 
an offering to see how you might have been impacted, um, how you could learn or become aware of some of the things that might be hampering you in today's uh, environment. And one of the things that's really had me revisit this conversation for myself, I haven't posted on the Absent Father uh, project blog in uh, several years. Um, And part of that is I've been going through my own transformation again, becoming a father myself to a beautiful baby girl named Gabby, who is now uh, one years old. And it's had me again think about, you know, what was my experience as a child? What do children deserve? Um, and not to indict current parents, but, but when I see my daughter, you know, what she deserves is perfection. And as human beings, we aren't perfect. And therefore, there is an impact, I believe, uh, that people have. So uh, my story is I was born in 1981. Um, my mom dated or, or was acquainted with my father, Barry, and that was pretty much the extent as the story goes, of course I wasn't there, but, uh, she told him she was pregnant and that was sort of the end of the relationship. And so, uh, my mom carried me, had me, took me home from the hospital just her and no dad. And I never even knew what my father looked like until I was 13 years old. And uh, we had gotten a call a few months before that he, this was the first time I had ever talked to him also. And I'd never seen a picture, which was also pretty crazy. Um, So I'm 13 years old. A few months before... um, I get a call kind of out of the blue, hey, this is your father, Barry. Uh, And mind you, I'm barely 13 at this point. It's uh, the fall of uh, 1994. And uh, he says, hey, I am terminally ill with cancer, and um, I'm not sure I'm going to live. The doctor gave me six months to live. And... I was like, okay. And uh, he indicated that he wanted to meet me. Um, And ideally, as soon as possible. So I remember going to my room and maybe for the first time in my life crying uh, because I I think I had come to terms with the fact that I really wasn't going to have a father um, and that, you know, any fantasy I had about it, it was never going to come to fruition. Um, And coupled with some excitement and fear about meeting meeting this person named Barry that was my father um so my mom and I we drove down to uh Paragold Arkansas from St. Louis Missouri uh just outside of St. Louis a town called Belleville Illinois uh on Christmas break and I'll never forget on the way down, I asked my mom to stop and uh, I didn't need to shave at all. I was 12, 13, I was 13 years old, just turned, had no uh, facial hair that needed to be shaved. And, uh, but I felt like it's something I needed to do. I, I thought it was like a manly thing to do. So I remember shaving in a bathroom just before we got to the town, Paragold. And um, we get into the parking lot 
and it's a uh, two-story, really ugly white building. It's got commercial units on the bottom and apartments on top. And so we had the address and um, for my father's place. And I walk up the stairs. I knock on the door. My heart's pounding. Um, the door opens, and there's this guy named Barry, who is my father. And that was the first time that I met him at 13. Um, and we'll probably get more into that experience. It was super weird. Um, I remember having pizza. I remember him apologizing. I remember just feeling uh, like an out-of-body experience overall. Um, and unfortunately, the depth of our relationship never really advanced past that very first meeting. Uh, we'd talk a few more times, uh, but he wasn't really available um, in terms of connection with me. It was more of a one-sided kind of conversation. And I'm not sure that that was his fault. I, I, I don't know a lot about how he was brought up, but from what I gather, it wasn't very pleasant as a childhood. And um, somewhat surprisingly, he actually lived um, uh, another 15 years, uh, even though apparently he had a terminal diagnosis at that time. And uh, even though he lived that much longer, I, I, I met him a few other times in life, tried to talk on the phone a few times, but... Um, ultimately there was really no relationship to be had. Um, and many times throughout the years, I'm now 36, um, like I said, a father of a one-year-old and many times throughout the years I've thought, well, I'm over this, you know, my life turned out better because of, um, that. And had he been in my life, which, you know, I know there was addiction and, um, uh, uh, he was in and out. Um, there probably would may may have been more more damage to me, more harm than good. Um, and so I thought that I was over it so many times in my life. And um, in weird ways, over the years, it kept catching up with me. And I think the most profound experience of this again was in two thousand eleven. Um, I was uh, pretty successful. I had a successful sales job. I was working for a, a wonderful company uh, with a wonderful path to success, making six figures. But I knew it wasn't quite my passion, my purpose. So I had done a coach training program called Accomplishment Coaching about uh, three years earlier. And I was trying to build up my coaching business. Um, and so finally I was like, all right, I got to quit my full-time job. I had made just enough money that I felt like I could cover my expenses. I quit my job in uh, July of 2011 to go full-time as a coach. And I worked my butt off for the next six months. And I was sitting in my office in December. It was a cold winter day in St. Louis. And I was so frustrated. I just couldn't figure out how to how to get my business moving. I, I had more time. I was a good coach. I had a good website. I was smart enough and had practiced enough 
Um, and at that time, a Facebook message showed up with uh, Oprah talking about fatherless sons, and I, I replied with my story. Um, and they ended up inviting me to be on the show. And it really started an inquiry and a realization that what was really at play was with my business is that there was a limit or a cap on what I thought I was worth. And um, whenever I would get to that cap, I would somehow sabotage my ability to get any further. And that's what launched the Absent Father podcast uh, project, which was a blog at the time. And um, that's what started a new level of healing. And that was <laughs> six or seven years ago. And I still realize that that's a part of part of me and I see it with so many people. And so what I want this podcast to be about is uh, a place to um, talk about these issues and to go deep on them and to hopefully be a space where uh, whoever's listening can get some insight for themselves, um, can move whatever's in their way that may have been created as a result of growing up with an absent or distant father out of their way. And uh, my hope is that we heal together. So I'm going to leave that there today. I'm hoping that uh, one of my plans for a next podcast and the next few sessions is to interview my father's twin brother, Gary, if he agrees. Um, because I realize I don't know anything about my father. I don't know anything about his childhood. I don't know how he was raised. I don't know what influenced him, and I really don't know who he was. So um, I'd like to record that and share it with you. I, I realize that um, that's pretty weird, that I don't know anything about that, and thought it might be interesting for, for everyone else. So thank you very much. Welcome to the show. <laughs>